Welcome to the shitposter.club anime review podcast. Tonight, Cool Boy Mew is your host, and he's going to talk about his favorite anime of the decade. Oh, good, good lord. I, I've watched about 600 shows, 600 full entries, and I barely watch movies and OVAs. So, at the minimum, about 13 episodes each. On top of that, I watch all of One Piece. All That's like a Sailor thousand Moon. episodes. Yes, pretty much. So Sailor Moon's like another uh, two hundred. Two hundred. Yeah. I I watch Piripara, which is also two hundred. Man, this is insane. So let's start with two thousand ten, winter two thousand ten. I barely watched shit in two thousand ten because I believe I started uh, in the fall season where. Um, Pentian stocking uh, aired. Yeah. So um so it just random shit that I watch here and there and it feels 2010. I barely remember shit because it's way too long so <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> yeah, in 2010 I was finishing up college. I was still reading some manga. I think I was going through Gantz around then. Yeah, I believe I got into college around 2013, which is also the year where I started downloading a lot of shit because I was downloading it, it all from the, from college. Yeah. Because, because, you know, my limited bandwidth. Oh, yeah. College had a better connection. Uh, yeah, and uh, I found a place with direct download and uh, nice. just downloaded away. So, uh, anyways, uh, winter 2010... Uh, I've seen two shows from that season, so they win by default. I'd say the, the best of the two was Bakato Test to Shokenju. Uh, already there, it's probably one of the best comedy of the decade, among one of the best. Yeah. So, uh, to give a small synopsis, it's... Um, uh, the main character gets into high school, I remember, and he fail, he fails a test, and and this school test score are everything, so he gets into the F class. So there's the F class, the D class, the C class, and the F class they get nothing. They don't even have desk for uh, their classes. Now, is this like ordinary, real life resembling? high school kind of classes or is it wacky anime classes uh, wacky anime classes okay so there's a lot of fighting and perving around yes but basically uh there's uh you know that the grade system uh they can actually improve their grades by fighting other classes yeah it was actually well i mean they fight they fight by doing tests so it's it's all about test scores. It, it's kind of a it's a crazy premise, and I'm pretty sure you already saw the character uh, Ideyoshi Kinoshita. You, you probably don't don't remember. I mean, it, it's a famous anime trap. Um, Google it. Google it. Do I have to? If you don't want to, but I'm just saying that uh, basically this character was extremely popular in the beginning uh, 2010, and right. he's, he's been completely replaced by Astolfo from Fate. 
Yeah, I know that one. Uh, so yeah, how do I spell it? Ideyashi uh, Kinoshita. I have not seen this character. Really? And I well, use 4chan a decent amount. I, I, I'm kind of surprised, but whatever. Let's move on. Yeah. The the other anime I saw from that season was Art Catch Pricker. Pricker is actually a, a a series that is hard to recommend. It is extremely formulaic. It's basically monster of the day, and everything, like the whole episode, is about it. And uh, however, Earthcatch Pricker is probably the most solid of the Pricker series I've seen so far. Yeah, I've heard that the Precure is all about. It's like the most uh, a generic, formulaic aspects of Sailor Moon and other Monster of the Week, Magical Girl stuff. Yes, basically. Also, it's made for little girls, which can and cannot help. But uh, what Sailor Moon instead? Yeah, there's no decapitations or naked chicks in Precure. <laughs> No, no, it's made for little girls. But yeah. if, you get, if you get to watch one series, it's Hard Catch. Okay, Hard Catch. So, anyways, moving on to Spring 2010. Uh, I've seen more shows this season, so let's start. Uh, let's start with number three, usually. Uh, number three uh, sh- show of the season. It's working. And this is where it gets awkward because uh, I've loved a lot of um, of comedies during the decade, but I don't know how to um, I don't know how to describe them. Basically, working it's about some dude working in a restaurant, and it's like okay, but what else do I say about it? Yeah, it's hard to review comedies <laughs> because comedy is extremely subjective. Yeah, you either. Then- either think it's funny or you don't think it's funny. Yes, and then you cannot exactly describe the jokes. It, it doesn't work. So let's just say that working was good and let's move on. The second anime of this season is Ichiban Uchiro no Daimo. Uh, this one is actually pretty good. Some, some dude enter in some kind of hero high school or whatever, I think. And suddenly discover that um, he's the candidate to, to be the next demon lord. Is this one a comedy as well? I mean, it's comedic, but I'd say, yeah, it's it's comedic, it, but it's not a comedy, if you know what I mean. Because a lot of shows are have comedic elements, but I wouldn't call them pure comedy. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, what does Maul call it? Action, RM, comedy, magic, etchy. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> Just throw in every anime trope. Yeah, basically, it's a bit of everything. As long uh, as it's fun, that's what counts. It, yeah, that's, that, that's the thing. It's really fucking fun. It, it's, it's a fun show from uh, beginning to the end. And it kind of gets crazier and crazier. Things just escalate, escalate, and escalate. And I recommend it. Otherwise, it's from 2010, so it predates the Isekai fad by like six six years. It's not an Isekai. It's not an Isekai, but if it 
came out six years later, it probably will be. <laughs> yeah. You, you just know it will be. Yeah. So, so all right. So next is Angel Beats. Yes, Angel Beats. Amazing. Absolutely um, fucking amazing. Do you know about it? Uh, I had a roommate in college show me the first episode, and I thought it was okay. But I think I was busy with finals, so I didn't keep reading or watching. Yes, the basic, the basic premise is, uh, well, some, the main character dies, and he basically he gets into... It's not exactly paradise, it's pre-paradise. And it's full like, of children. Like purgatory? Yeah, yeah. Purgatory is as a good word for it. And basically, the plot ends up that um, they want to well, make everyone move on to paradise because everyone has some kind of uh, problem that kept them in purgatory. <clears throat> and it's absolutely amazing. It's a bit dramatic, but it's one of those shows that just pull on your heartstring and does it wonderfully. A masterpiece, pretty much. Oh, you ever see Yu Yu Hakusho? Unfortunately not. Oh. I've read about it, of course. Well, almost all of it is just standard dudes punching each other shonen. Mm -hmm. But for the first, like, three or four episodes, it focuses on the main character who has died, and he becomes a ghost detective to try to earn his way back to life. Mm. So, so I wonder if that possibly inspired Angel Beats. Possibly. I mean, Yu Yu Hakusho, I, I believe it was a big, big anime in the 90s. A big, big anime and manga, so it probably inspired a shitload of things. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, alright, so let's move on to summer. Uh, third best anime of the season, it's uh, Mitsudomoi. Alright, what's that about? Uh, it's about three twins who are a little shit. <laughs> That's about it. It's a comedy, so it's, uh, once again, hard to explain. But I, I remember loving it. There, there's been two seasons. There's a weird joke, like, like their, their dad is a really fat dude. And he keeps getting arrested because uh, the police thinks he's a pit. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it like Crayon Shin-Chan or... No, no. I, I know, I know what it is, but no. Different it, kind it, of comedy. Yeah, different kind of comedy. So, uh, moving on to number two. Once again, I've only seen about three shows in that season, so unfortunately, they went by default. It's a Black Butler season two. Uh, a lot of people will not agree with it because I've heard that it is one hundred percent filler. None of it is in the manga. Oh, that sucks. Yes, but it's amazing. Really? I found it amazing. Uh, do you know what Black Butler is? No. Uh, so some kids make uh, a pact with the devil, and he, I, I believe he attempts to find um, um, the one who burnt his mansion and basically killed his parents. And so basically, uh, the, the devil to um of course wants his soul he becomes his butler and uh, the butler can do fucking everything it, uh, the series is very weird and that it's actually a shonen but the character design and everything 
it's like if it's a shoujo. Like it feels like the author really wanted to make a yaoi. No. It, it's it's extremely strange and that it shall not be a shonen. Yeah, it sounds like clamp. It's not clamp, but yeah. It's something that should not be, and it's it's why it's fantastic. All right, that, that's different. my opinion about it. it. It's very different. It's also a show that tries to be a lot of things. It's it has some action. It has some comedy. It has a little bit of adventure, and it does everything wonderfully. What was amazing about season two is that um, uh, there's a second kid kid that comes in with his own devil butler this is the filler season right yeah the filler season and it was a really fucking good idea yeah kind of reminds me of disney's aladdin Mm -hmm. in disney's aladdin you know where a guy has a magic friend who can do almost anything yeah basically but it's not exactly magic but uh, the butler he can do like crazy shit like you can just um you know put the dishes on a table you can do this while uh, doing acrobatics oh so uh, considering that it um i believe the show is set in london and the um eight three eight nine eighteen hundred or early nineteen hundred. okay so basically, the butler is freaking invincible. Yeah, you do make it sound interesting. I'll have to check it out. It's actually really good. I've watched all of the season. Actually, this one, funny story, I watch it with the French dub. Yeah, is that it's, any good? It's actually pretty good. In fact, I saw the movie, which serves as the fourth season, I believe. Uh, which um, was in Japanese, and I didn't feel like I just crossed a dimension, so that's a good dub for me. No. Well, I spent the whole 90s like watching anime just by getting any tape I could get my hands on. Half of them were dubbed and half were subbed. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I, used to going between them. Yeah, at some point, uh, before the internet, I had to, to watch them on TV, so no choice. But some subs are okay. Uh, I mean, some dubs are okay. Yeah. And I believe this is one of them. I believe the English dub might be okay, too. Yeah, once in a while, there's a dub like English Cowboy Bebop that just transcends all others. Mm. So, anyways, moving on. Uh, Rainbow, you just told me that uh, you picked up the manga for this. Yeah, I was reading the synopsis of all of your animes of the year. And this one interested me enough that I decided to pick up the manga and start reading it. I've read about 10 chapters in so far. It's pretty freaking good. Yeah, it's amazing. I consider it an absolute masterpiece. I'd say the quick synopsis of this is the generation of kids in Japan that lived, you know, after World War II and, you know, after the bomb, the atomic bomb got dropped. Well, these kids uh, kind of get absolutely fucked over. Yeah, each and of them has a different backstory in which they get fucked over and sent to prison where they meet. Well, where they meet each other, and uh, of course, uh, they end up all having um, 
Uh, I mean, uh, I'm not sure how to say that. Yes, their lives get even harder. Yeah, but uh, they're a group of friends that tries to live life. Yeah, there's a real inspirational aspect to it. Even though they live in a shithole and their lives are hell, they still find the find hope that they'll get they, out someday. They, they have each other's back. Yeah. It's That's like, what I wanted to say. It's like power <laughs> of friendship, except it's not stupid and cheesy. Yeah, it's really dramatic, but honestly, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, I'm going to keep reading. It's really good. So now the fall season. This is where um, I actually have uh, some more anime that I started to watch. I actually have four this season. Uh, the one that didn't um, rank is the Tante Opera Milky Homes. It's about a superpower detective that uh, loses their superpower temporarily, and it turns out that they're dumb as shit. What and do you mean? They're dumb as shit. They, they're completely fucking useless. But of course, it's a comedy. It's it's extremely random, and it's pretty funny. And it went on for something like three seasons and a couple of spinoffs. Oh. Actually, actually, not a lot of people might have seen this because... Uh, yeah, I've never heard of it. It was never picked up officially until recently. Uh, until like the last few seasons, I believe. Uh, because I believe uh, it's actually um, attached to some idol group that existed. Oh, so there's a real band that's making the music for it? I'm unsure. I know that all of the VA are um, idle. Uh, some of them uh, uh, are and muse and uh, love live. But uh, but yeah, I believe there's some. Uh, the the, the VAs are idle, and apparently it's a it's by Bushiroad. There, there's some kind of really weird shit about the ownership about it. And I think that, that that's why uh, it didn't get picked up back then. No. Have you ever seen Detroit Metal City? Yes, yes, it's amazing. I, be, I But I believe that's uh, before 2010. Yeah, I remember reading it around then. I I, I watched the uh, the series of anime shorts. Do you have the DVD? No, actually, I don't have the DVD. Yeah. I just thought the music in the anime of Detroit Metal City was disappointing because it's not as intense and heavy as it was in my mind after reading the manga. I don't know. I don't know. But I listen to a lot of metal as well. Well, the thing is that... I, I, is it a short series, I think? Yeah. Let, let me look it up quick, quick. Sure. The, because if it's a short series, that, that that's why. It was uh, 13 minutes by episode. Yeah, th that's why it just didn't have the budget for it. Oh. Because usually shorts are low budget, so... Right, makes sense. So, all right. So, uh, now, th third anime of the season is MM. So, basically, uh, it's about a pervert that can turn turned on at, at being beat up by a girl. Uh, he, he, wants to, he wants to fix this, so he visits a club room to solve his problem, but he ends up meeting 
other people with uh, problems and it's the, the anime ends up being like um y- you know it, it it's okay um who you are it's okay that the but what what really sucks is that the light novel author died in the middle of it so uh, not the anime because the anime finished but the light novel just stopped because of course the author died yeah oh, that sucks but if i was that, uh, if i was I, writing a long series and mm. i was getting old i'd le- at least leave a lot of notes behind no it's not that he's old i i think he died in a car accident or something oh that sucks even more anyways i, I absolutely love this anime but i i cannot explain it for the life of me all right <laughs> it's called mm yeah, MM with, uh, and it ends with an exclamation point. All right. Yeah, we'll write all these down in the show notes. It's a personal favorite of mine, actually. So, anyways, moving on, Pentian Stalking. You've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this one. Um, the animation is heavily reminiscent of like early Cartoon Network stuff, like... Dexter's Lab and Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, it, it was actually the point, I believe. Uh, you can see, the, you, you know the, um, the 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 red-haired guy. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a character in Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh, yeah, probably directly inspired. And then there's the dog, which is basically a copy of uh, Gur from uh, Invaders Zim. Oh, I see. So yeah, it was clearly uh, inspired by all of these shows, and uh, it was made by Trigger before they became Trigger. And Trigger, I'd have to say that it's clear that they love American animation. Yeah, there's I, some reverse weebery going on here. It's it's interesting. Uh, what was the their uh, yes brand new animal where uh, there's some raccoon girl? Uh, the city in that show, I swear to God, that it, um, it, 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 how it's drawn and everything, it makes me think of Batman the animated series from the oh. ni- from nineties. Yeah, that that show is freaking great. So yes, yeah, so uh, Pentian stalking another comedy, and it, it, well, it's it's trigger, so it's absolutely fucking not. Yeah, it's about. These two chicks who are superheroes slash spies, but no, no, they're angels. Angels. Yeah, yeah. it's been a while. <laughs> I don't yeah. blame you. They're, they're angels that they're um, they're on heart earth because uh, they're being punished and they have to defeat the ghost or something. Yeah, they're trying to earn their way back into heaven, but yes, they're selfish and perverted. So it it doesn't really work out, and that's where a lot of the comedy comes from. Yes, and a lots of sex jokes. Oh and yeah, this al- is incredibly filthy. And also, they swear in English. Yeah, that's always amusing. Because apparently, they, they, um, I don't know if you noticed, but they never swear in enemy. Or the rare time they do, it's actually censored, like uh, like it will here on TV. Because apparently it's illegal. You can do that. Oh, I was not aware of that. And apparently that's why they swear in English. Ugh. Because there's no rules about that. Yeah, that's pretty rad. So, uh, anyway, the anime of the season is um, 
an enemy that a lot of people have a love-hate relationship with, and it's an enemy that uh, I, I'd say it defined the decade. How so? Uh, God, it, it's something that just everyone saw. It, it's something that just that just made waves for so fucking long. It's Oreno Imoto ga Kanaki Kanani Kawaii Wake Ganai, or and you know it's from a light novel when it has a title this long. Yeah, that's or... a full sentence. <laughs> Basically, the English uh, title is "My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute." Yes, or also known as Orimo. Yeah, I have not seen this, but I've seen memes about it. Yes, of course, because it's made massive waves. Uh, also about like the, the weird incest romance that uh, that that keeps getting like into that. But basically, the, the story is that um, uh, the main character has a bratty sister uh, that is extremely tsundere. I fucking hate Kirino. I fucking god arm hate this character. <laughs> what a little fucking shit. Anyways, uh, basically, uh, his brother discovers that she's secretly into uh, anime, manga, and a shitload of fataku stuff, including a weird uh, visual novel about Little Sister, which is kind of weird and creepy. And um, uh, basically, um, it's a secret. And uh, is it? Her big brother ends up um, bringing, uh, but basically, she, I believe, I believe she has, she has like almost no friends or something, and um, he brings her like an otaku circles. She ends up having otaku friends. Uh, I'm sure you've seen that girl called uh, Kuroneko. The, the anime was incredibly loved incredible like you have no idea the thing is that it's a really fun show and it's like yay otaku culture so um you know it makes you feel good yeah except you you hate the main girl yeah you just hate the the main character is just something that a lot of people hate and also at the same time uh the uh, the anime as well, the the thing about Orimo is that it has very high high and very low lows. So it has some sort of really fucking weird drama. And I believe around the 2010 is when uh, anime started going a bit mainstream. So the 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 incest undertones were just uh, kind of weird to a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that shit, and I don't get the appeal, but it seems millions of people love incest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of weird, but yeah, a season two later on, it's kind of a disaster, because it gets really fucking weird. The incest gets... Uh, it's up the ante, uh. and at the end, the main character with his little sister, they actually win, but um, it's a big fuck you. Uh, we think that it's um, the editor. We think it's editor interference. Yeah, so they that, that basically the author just couldn't do that. No, his work could have been banned. I think. 
Ah, oh, that sucks. So, a lot of potential wasted. Yes, so basically you have a fuck you ending that is basically, okay, all that for, for this shit, I believe the canon ending is something like they end up going out for three months and then that's it. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't need that shit. But it, it made waves when it really... Yeah, I see memes of it from time to time, usually about incest. <laughs> So I'd say the anime of the year 2010, it's Oremo as third, Angel Beats a close second, and the, of course, the number one is Rainbow. Yeah, that Rainbow's been freaking great so far. And you're only 10 chapters. <laughs> yeah, apparently the whole thing's not translated in English, but there was a, oh, new, really? there was a new chapter uh, translated a week ago, so someone's trying to finish it. That, that's crazy. <laughs> that, that's crazy because it, it's also crazy good. But then again, it, I believe it's an older manga. Uh, stuff in the 2010 actually gets completely forgotten because there's too much shit coming out. Yeah, I can understand that. In fact, it's completely crazy because, you know, uh, uh, the anime Slayers? Yeah. Uh, the light novel is releasing in 2021 next year what, it's finally the... releasing officially in english yeah it only took 30 years <laughs> something like that anyways my god it's already been 30 minutes I, I, I was worried that i had nothing to say but uh, my god we, we might have to do this and uh, yeah a we, lot of parts yeah we might have to split this into three or four episodes we'll oh, figure it out more than that because um uh, I believe around 2015. That, that's where I start. Uh, I start like watching something like 30 anime per season. Yeah, that's just nuts. <laughs> so, anyways, let's move on. Yeah, to let's 2011. Go. Yeah, let's do at least one more year for this episode. All right, uh, quick like this. Did, did you see Belzebub uh, no. or read the manga? No, I haven't. All right, so let, let's move on. I actually fucking love Belzebub, but it just kind of ends randomly. It got canceled. Okay, what's it about? Uh, some some high school kid he, that is absolutely dumb. He loves to fight, and he's a, a he's in a delinquent high school. For some reason, he ends up uh, being stuck with a baby. Uh, the baby of the demon lord, and well, he's stuck raising him now. Okay, comedy ensues. I'm guessing. Yeah, comedy ensues, and uh, uh, I actually really loved it. But actually, the the anime was censored a bit. Uh, compared like, to the manga, you mean? Yeah, like uh, uh, one of the character has a gun, and the original manga. And and the animate was changed to a water gun. No, oh, that's such bullshit. <laughs> it's probably why we haven't had much gunsmith cats anime. <laughs> Maybe. There's like Maybe. one one OAV in the nineties and that was it. Well the thing is that Belzebub was clearly um marketed to a younger audience. That might be why. They, they had they had to censor the guns and the, some of the violence. <laughs> Yeah, even in Japan. Makes sense. Yeah. So, anyways, 
uh, I, I write fractal. I don't remember shit about it. All I remember is that it's directed by some guy that keeps saying that I'm gonna save anime, and then almost everything you do fails. <laughs> that, that that was a weird show uh, that practically nobody will talk about, but it, it was mediocre, and I don't remember shit. So of course there is also Mitsudo Moe. Zoriochu, basically just season two, so more of that. Uh, one I wanted to talk about is Rio Rainbow Gate. Uh, it's a Nechi show, and I believe she's actually a mascot for, uh, for, for some casino team game. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's based on Tecmo Rio series of Pachinko games. All right. So she, she, she's a big tit, um, pink haired girl, and she's basically the host of an extremely, um, she's a nose test and the, an extremely extravagant casino. And I remember it was practically one of the first etchy I've watched, and it was really fucking fun. Yeah, I've seen hentai of this girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's some really old anti of this girl. <laughs> yeah, and I do like gambling series. Uh, it's not actually a gamble a gamble ser- series, I believe, but uh, there's some really fun games involving air every episode, and actually recommend it. It's some fun bullshit. All right, I'm always down for fun bullshit. And then uh, we have to talk about the Marvel enemy. Uh, Marvel tried to market um, their series in Japan by actually commissioning some anime, and as far as I'm aware, every single one of them is a disaster. Uh, I've seen the X-Men anime. I believe it was 2010 or maybe earlier, and I I remember... How how bad was it? I dropped it. Oh... It was completely boring. The uh, the art style was like all over the place. It was like between anime and you know American cartoon, and it feels like they, they tried to make everything in between, and it pleased nobody. Yeah, and I remember Wolverine. I saw the poster, and I didn't even pick it up. Oh, it just looked that <laughs> shitty. Uh, Wolverine is Bichon. He's a pretty boy. He's supposed to be like this squat, brutish, hairy, Canadian lumberjack. Exactly. That's exactly why I didn't pick it up. Uh, They're probably like inspired by the live-action movies with Hugh Jackman. Maybe, but... He's taller and better looking than Wolverine should be. Yeah, but he's still not Bichon. Yeah, not even close. That just doesn't work. Anyways, all of the Marvel anime, where nobody talks about them for a good fucking reason. There was also Blade, I believe, and there might have been something else, but they, yeah. they were a disaster. How do, how do you screw up Blade? You have a dude who fights vampires. I don't. I don't know. I, I didn't watch it. Maybe it's good, but I doubt it. Huh. Yeah, I got too too much other stuff I'm interested in. So might, might be garbage I don't recommend material. Hmm? 
Might be garbage day material. Maybe, actually. Maybe. But I remember X-Men was just fucking boring. Yeah, I saw the Batman anime. Uh, that's something different. It came much later, and it actually looks pretty cool, but uh, you told me it wasn't good? Oh, it, I can't remember which one it was called. There's a recent one I haven't seen where it has Batman as a giant mecha pilot. Yeah. I, I've heard that one's stupid fun, but I haven't seen it. Oh, really? Any. Really? Well, we can... It's a movie, I believe. Yeah. It's an OVA or a movie or something. We can watch it on a movie night. Uh, the, the design creator, absolutely fucking amazing. I, b- I believe the, the Joker is like a, a Ronin, a, a samurai or something. And uh, Harley Quinn's a Geisha or whatever. Yeah, just turn it into Ninja Scroll. It kind of works. Uh, actually, this is what I wanted them to do with the Marvel anime. I wanted them to take something like Spider-Man, which would be absolutely perfect, and just make their own version of it. I believe in, in the 60s, there was a Spider-Man manga. Yes, yes, but it's it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, they. I've heard they just changed everything. Might as well be a brand new character. Well, that's actually what I wanted for a Spider-Man uh, anime. I wanted them to make it uh, like a normal school anime. That would have been awesome, but it didn't happen. Yeah, too bad. So, anyways, anime of the season. Uh, third is Korewa Zambideska. So, what I remember from it is that the main character dies and is revived by a necromancer. I believe it was kind of her fault or something. And it's, it ends up that all sort of uh, weird people, uh, and well, it ends up uh, living in his house. There's a necromancer, a vampire, a magical weapon clad girl. Is it as good as Monster Musume? No, it's not an etchy. No, what's the point then? It's not an etchy, but it's actually a pretty good comedy with some decent action. Season 1 is good, but Season 2 is even better. Season 2 is one of my favorite anime. Really? Yes, however, it's been so long that I'm not sure if it holds anymore. (laughs) I mean, it was 2011. Yeah, we could. Someone could devote their whole life to watching anime, and they, they'd still. God, there's, there's so they'd, much. They'd still miss so much of it, and need to rewatch so much of it. The, 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 this is exactly why I wanted to do the, uh, you know, the uh, anime of the decade stuff. Yeah. Because I, I, there, what's fun about watching seasonal is that you see shit that will never be mentioned ever again. Right. Some of some of it pretty fantastic. Yeah, it's always fun finding some obscure, high quality anime that you no one's ever talked about, but it's still worth looking you, into. You have to talk about it. You have to get the word out. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to say like hidden gem because that's a cliche, but I guess I well, just did. Uh, there, there's no other words. I mean, I know it's overused, but there's no other words. I'm a big proponent of hidden gem and gaming too. Like yeah. for the for the example, the Wii is a console that's been completely ignored by a lot of people. There is so much crazy shit on the Wii. So much. 
Like, for example, there's uh, this uh, GRPG Opuna. Yeah, I've played that. Oh, you played that? Really? Yeah. Yeah. O only a little bit, but it was pretty good. It, it, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and has, I, has a great art style. It's one of those games, once again, another cliche that actually feels like it has souls. It feels like the the staff actually fucking cared. Yeah, that's pretty rare. Especially given how much shovelware was on the Wii. Oh, God. But yeah, the thing is that you have to, to dig. What, what really annoyed me around that time is that a lot of... Uh, uh, yeah, th this is where the uh, AAA bullsh bullshit started to uh, to start, and um, gaming website journals etc. They push that shit really hard, so a lot of really unique shit on the Wii got completely ignored, and, and that's what made me so fucking mad. Yeah, it's easy to forget all the cool stuff on there because there's just a mountain of shit above it. Yeah, but you just you just had to be in the know. Yeah, it's so, worth digging. Anyways, moving on. Uh, second, Earth Catch Pricker. So my notes were all over the place, so I've already talked about it. Yeah. Anyways, so. moving on. Number one of the season, of course, it's Mao Shudro Madoka Magica. You've seen this one, right? Yeah, this one I couldn't ignore. Th this one is absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, um, it's this incredibly dark deconstruction of the whole magical girl genre. Uh, what's really great, uh, th this is what I see a lot of people talk about, is that, again, Urobuchi, the writer, he actually got magical girls right. Because a lot of, um, you know, dark magical girl series, they don't actually get it right. This series get it. Yeah, it doesn't just increase the violence. It it examines the whole nature of magical girldom, which might which might sound stupid, but this is a really smart, clever, interesting anime. Basically, this is the anime that really put Genu Robochi on the map, and you can see his writing philosophy in it. Uh, what's really amazing about how he writes is that he, he never writes any, anything that is uh, completely black and white. For some uh, example, like um, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything to any, to anyone that haven't seen it. But you know the, the QB, what they're doing. Yeah, it's not black and white. You, you, yeah. you, you just. He puts those moral dilemmas that you're just like, oh shit, you actually have to consider them. Yeah, it's something that makes you think, because for a lot of it, like the main character doesn't even want to be a magical girl and doesn't use her powers at all because she's afraid of abusing them and ending up like the monsters she fights. Mm. But anyway, Madoka is absolutely fucking amazing, and it absolutely deserves a spot. Yeah, and Mammy is best girl. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, moving on, spring. Yeah, spring so, of 2011. What do we got? So yeah, I didn't write any notes. I just wanted to mention C, the money of soul, and possibility control. All right, what's that about? Uh... Some kind of uh, bad... I didn't put any notes. I, I had a hard time to actually explaining, but uh, uh, characters get some sort of uh, digital uh, credit card, 
and they actually bow for money. And I, I just wanted to mention it because it's a show that we, you will never hear about again. Yeah. Yeah, and I've never heard of this. It's it was pretty decent. So, anyways, moving on, I have some comedy shorts that from that are from this uh, season that are amazing. But once again, once again I, I, how do you talk about comedy? About comedy anime? There's this uh, short called Plastic Nason. Have uh, you heard about it? No, I've not heard of anything from this season. It's absolutely batshit insane. Then there's a Kate Nikaizo. Uh, wait, bleh. A Plastic Nissan, it's about uh, three girls that are some um, in, in a club in high school about a plastic, uh, no, model train. And then, and basically the whole series is not about that at all. <laughs> so what the fuck do I even talk about? Yeah, it's like trying to describe Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, basically, how the fuck do you, how the hell do you explain that? It's absolutely batshit insane, and everyone has to see it. Yeah, no relation to Plastic Little. No. Which is softcore porn from the 90s. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Anyways, there's a Katini Kaizo. Uh, what is it about already? I, I believe some... Um, there's a character that believes the robot, and every fucking episode, he just shit goes amazingly wrong. Once again, it's a hilarious short. Just fucking watch it. And then there's Spelunker Sensei. Have you ever played the game Spelunker? Yeah, on NES. It's very. It's basically a massive parody of that. One episode. 20 minutes something. Okay, I'm looking looking it up now. It's funny, and just watch it. I, I feel like Spelunker Sensei, nobody will ever talk that name ever again. So, yeah. so, so I had to. Alright, it's only one episode. We could watch it after movie night sometime. Oh, yeah, sure. That, that could be a fantastic idea. Yeah, I'll open it. Tab uh, this so I don't feel, forget. I feel like the, the two others are uh, are much funnier than it. Well, like the that, fact that it's one episode means we can watch it with no commitment. Yeah, basically. So, anyways, th those three shorts are pretty good, and I amazingly recommend it. Watch it with a friend if you if you have any. <laughs> uh, I guess on the internet, I do. Yeah. Let, we could play these in um, a movie night or something. Yeah, definitely. Anyways, uh, going into uh, anime of the season, I actually uh, fixed, fixed it from the version I posted uh, on NPC. I actually kicked out Dead Man Wonderland. Dead Man Wonderland, I, I don't know why, but it's an anime that fucking everyone saw. No, I and it's actually really mediocre mediocre it's not no. super great it, it's about this kid that gets um wrongfully accused of a crime and uh basically the, the prison and the and that world it's uh, an amusement park for the um for people 
So uh, let's just say they they go through a deadly hurdle um, curse or and stuff like this. So uh, it's a place you don't want to go in. And at some point, th- there's people with superpower that fights with blood that appears, and it and then it's actually like. Um, Rich people watch this, and it, it gets really fucking weird. D- don't don't watch it. it it's kind of super amazing. Nah, yeah, I don't know anything about it, and there's so much other good stuff on your list. What you should watch, uh, watch, however, is third anime of this of uh, of the season is uh, Yonde Masuyo Azazel Sun. Have you seen this? No. Nope, never heard of it. Uh, it nope. It's about some sort of paranormal detective, and uh, he's very acquainted with the spirits from the uh, uh, no demons from the other world. And the the show uh, revolves around him and the demon Azazel San, and the demons are absolutely fucking nuts. And uh, the paranormal detective doesn't fucking care, and he absolutely abused the shit out of them. <laughs> that sound amusing. It's very amusing. I believe it's another short series. Just watch it. Yeah, 13 episodes. So, another one that... Um, unfortunately, I don't remember much about it. It's Gusik. It's about... Um, I believe a, a Japanese boy is an exchange student uh, in France, and maybe the is it early in the 1900 or something like that? I, I believe I'm not so sure if it's actually set in the present times. I don't not so sure anymore. But anyways, for some reason, I remember that the uh, the same girl Gutsy Claudita is stuck in a tower. She. She's not supposed to actually go out, but she acts as some sort of Sherlock Holmes and solves crimes from uh, her tower. It's not so bad, but I remember that the last arc was kind of really fucking weird. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so I don't know anything about it. Just have your synopsis of it. It's not bad at all, but uh, uh, the the, the girl is basically a big fan of... um, of Sherlock Holmes because, of course, she uh, she's stuck in a tower. All she had have to do is uh, to read books. Oh, makes sense. So, anyways, moving on to anime of the season, Enzimi. Uh, there's a, there's two OVAs of this, and there's also a long series of it. It's uh, are they short? I don't remember. Are they full episode? Let, let me look it up quick. It's one of the weirdest thing I've seen. I, I, I haven't seen anything about it. I, I, I mean, sorry. I haven't seen anything like it. Like it. Yes, it's a short series, 12 minutes per episode. Oh, and what's it about? Uh, as some girl in university, uh, she's a completely normal student, and she happens to enroll in an abnormal uh a physiology G seminar. And they call it a seminar, but it seems more like a normal course. Uh, she tries to keep her mental state sound, but other abnormal classmates starts to influence her personality. But basically, abnormal physiology seminar, um, it's about weird sexual stuff. Okay, and, this is anime. Yes, and they have to research it. 
and write about it. And all of her classmates are really fucking weird. Yeah, that's a strange premise. One of her classmates, uh, she researched uh, at some point masturbating in class. What? Uh, another one, um, at some point, is caught stealing panties to write about it. <laughs> okay. I, I, I've literally never fucking saw anything like it. It's freaking weird, even by anime standards. Yes. I want to watch this. Please watch it. It's completely unique. You will never saw anything like it again. And this right, is why well, it's enemy of the season. <laughs> okay. What else do we have for 2011? Summer. Just uh, two, two more season, and that's it for this season. <laughs> yeah. There'll be plenty. So, summer. All right. So, enemy of the season. Let me just check. Uh, all right. So something that did not rank is a menu Ikencho. And what's it's about titty stealing ninjas. They, they steal breast. Yeah, I've heard about this where like breast size equals power. Yes, but basically they, they live in a world where if you don't have breast, you're poor, you're nobody. The way things should be. <laughs> this is actually pretty funny. Uh, I don't remember. Is there some decent action? I think yes. It's actually really good. So if you like Echi, uh, what? And you like enormous fucking titties? Please watch. Yeah, I still see animated gifs of it yeah. to this day. Yes, the, because the titties the, the were really good. Really, really good. Yeah, as a fan of anime tits, this is right up my alley. Oh, yes. It's going to be fantastic. I promise you. So, uh, something else that didn't rank is Back at Test Season 2. So, more of that. It's still fantastic. And I believe that season actually had a theme of girls versus boys. Oh, could be interesting. It, it was good. So, um, uh, we've only gotten two seasons of Back at Test, which is absolutely unfortunate. But all of it is good, so please watch. All right. So moving on to anime of the season, the third one is Ao No Exorcist, also known as Blue Exorcist. It's an absolutely fantastic shonen where uh, uh, two adopted boys uh, they find out that they're uh, well, they're adopted by um, uh, some priest. And then they find out that they're actually uh, the sons of Satan. Okay. Continue. So uh, they end up attending an exorcist school uh, because that was, uh, it's either that or they get elimin eliminated by the church. Okay. Weird premise, but it's actually, I'll go with I it. was really into it. It was a fucking amazing we got a season two something weird like four year four or five years later yeah that's pretty rare and it was still very good so i heavily recommend it and now for number two one that you can actually talk about kaiji oh yeah i've read the whole kaiji manga and this covers i think the section uh second section of it out of five is it the one with the pinball I think, I think that's season believe three, that's the maybe. third. Yes. Yeah, the second one's where he's sold into slavery. Yeah, the underground. And he has to, yeah, and he has to work his way out by gambling, of course. Ba basically, Kaiji is about some fucking loser that uh, that ends up um, gambling his 
accidentally gambling his life away and all sorts of uh, of weird games, of weird gambling games. Yeah, the games in Kaiji are always fascinating. There's nothing conventional, nothing predictable about them. It's, uh, I'd say that the show is very psychological in nature. Yeah, there's huge sections of it where it's just the character planning his next move, and he can spend the whole episode doing that, and it's still amazing. Yeah, ab- absolutely amazing. Watch the three seasons. Uh, if if you start watching it, I promise you, you won't be able to stop. Yeah, as soon as I started reading the manga, I had to read all of it up to the current chapter. It was so good. I I probably should should start reading too because man, I, I want to see what's next. But my favorite is with the season three, the um, a pachinko machine. Yeah. Good fucking lord. Yeah, that is freaking rare. Every week, I, I I remember that it was actually not picked up officially, and it was fan subbed. At some point, the guy just fucking disappeared, and you could see everyone in the comment. I need my week my weekly dose of seeing balls rolls. Yeah, and there's yeah, that kid. Yeah, Kaiji is incredibly addictive. One of the things that makes it interesting is that the protagonist does have a talent for gambling, but he's not invincible. Like sometimes he screws up in major ways. Like in the second season, oh boy, like he loses all of his money and he's forced to do manual labor, like in an underground mine. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. Please watch it. But we have something even better for anime of this season: Steins Gate. You. All right, tell me about Steins Gate. You, you told me you never saw it. What the hell? I've, I've never seen Steins Gate, never played the a visual novel. I I only know it's about time travel. That's just, it. Just like Madoka, it's probably one of the... Uh, it, it, it's basically the top anime of the decades. Of the decades? Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, basically, what's so good about it is that the, the story, it's about uh, uh, Okabe. He's a mad scientist, or at least that's what he believes, because he has some sort of chinibio gimmick. Okay. And uh, all of his friends are uh, are otaku. So basically, it starts. It's bas- It's just uh, a group of otaku friends hanging out together, and it's actually extremely comfy. But however, they accidentally discover time tra- uh they accidentally make a time traveling machine and, okay. and got, i'm with you so far and from there uh of course there's the testing of the machine uh they make a new friend that's actually the daughter of um uh, of some prominent scientist and some r- real life scientist no no no, no so, a- anime scientist but what's amazing about it is that um, uh, she comes in and she's actually a genius. She she, uh, she, she gives the theory about it. And uh, a lot of the theory is actually based on uh, real-life uh, time travel theories. Yeah, I've heard it does extensive research and even like mentions some other sci-fi. Uh, yeah. Time travel stories. Not sci-fi. It's actually a real uh, life event. It's a John Tyler. Yeah, it's actually an internet about... hoax. Uh, yeah, in the real world, in 
this was like in 2000, yes. some guy went on message boards claiming to be a time traveler from the future. Yes. And it, it used elements from that. And also the anime has probably some of the best science babble I've ever seen. Not only it's amazing to listen. Uh, Better than Star Trek? Uh, I haven't seen Star Trek. <laughs> I've barely seen any of it either. But yeah, but the, the science bubble is amazing, and that's exactly why Steingate is uh, is this good. Not only this, but it's actually a nearly perfect adaptation of a visual novel. Because usually visual novels have a lots of different ends and branching paths, and it's a disaster. However, Steingate is not like this. Steingate actually has very little branching paths, and the branching paths uh, actually leads into game over dead ends, mo mostly. So yeah, because it's a time travel story, you can show the bad ends in this and still continue the story. Basically, it's a, uh, what's really good about it is that it's an amazing adaptation of an amazing visual novel. The uh, basically the, the series is uh, so big and important that it got. Um, a new version of the visual novel called Steingate's Elite. Uh, there's less description, but basically everything is animated. It, it takes parts from the anime, and uh, basically your your visual novel moves. It, it, oh, so it's an anime. Yes, more or less. It's, it's the visual novel, but parts of it moves. It, it's crazy. You have to see like the trailer or some less play to understand what I'm saying. But oh, they did they did something like this with the uh, the Watchmen movie. Mm. Uh, they released a comic with it that has it wasn't just a still comic; it was like a series of animated gifs. Oh, uh, yes, it's called motion comic, but that's not even motion comic. That's literally the anime. Uh, uh, let's just say if Okabe is outside uh, walking, you you'll see the background. It's Okabe walking in a loop. And then uh, you click the text, and at some point something happens, and then it animates. It's crazy. It's like this for the whole game. Oh, it sounds like it makes good use of the medium. Makes amazing use of the medium. It's probably the highest, uh, the, the, the highest quality visual novel out there. It's, prob All right. it's probably on, so you recommend on Steam right now. So. <laughs> uh, so do you recommend people watch the anime or play the visual novel? <sighs> my god it, it's hard to, are they both good good they're both good i, I probably recommend the the anime because it's more easily digestible not a lot of people play the visual novel however i still amazingly recommend the visual novel the the original visual novel probably has more description but steingate's elite it's complete uh, it's completely animated and Take whatever you want. It, yeah, I love time travel stories, but they're hard to do properly. And this one is absolutely fascinating. I finished reading the Stephen King novel about time travel recently, but he did gigantic amounts of research. Ooh, which one? Oh, it's a Stephen King novel. It was about a guy who goes back in time to re prevent JFK from being assassinated. I mean, what was the name? Oh, it's ten twenty two sixty three. All right, I've never heard of it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the date of JFK's assassination. That makes sense. The guy goes back to 1958 from the current year of 2011. 
Mm. King did gigantic amounts of research into the 50s and 60s for it. That's pretty crazy. Like, like he, he would even travel to the city, cities where it takes place and get the way the streets look and the buildings look. He has the budget. <laughs> yeah. When you're super rich, you can do stuff like that. It's all right. So Steingate's amazing. Watch it. Now, uh, I, I believe we, we were going to finish the podcast with a big wet fart because I I nearly watch nothing in the fall season. So basically, there's working season two. That's a gun anime of the season. And then I watch something else. That's it. Yeah, you have some stuff listed in your notes here, but they must not have been interesting. No, I've seen the movie A Letter to Momo. Uh, I believe I've seen it in the uh, Euro uh, movie night. Okay. That's it. Uh, Bento is actually... um, uh, It's a pretty crazy anime. It's about... What is it? College students? How to even begin to describe this craziness? Uh, You know about... um, uh, You know... Uh, Japanese store um, lunchbox. Apparently, they're amazing. Never had them, but continue. I've heard they're absolutely amazing. And it's about college students who fight each other for the uh, discounted lunchbox. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm not fucking with you. That, that, that's the anime. Yeah. That, that's the whole anime. Yeah, sounds like something from Ranma one half. Because uh, at a certain hour, because of course they're college students, so they're poor. And at a certain hour, uh, they actually discount the lunch boxes because uh, these lunch boxes are made fresh. So they, they fight for the remaining discounted lunch boxes. And uh, man, I don't remember anything else. <laughs> yeah, in your notes, you have insane that we probably had two of the most important works of the decade in the same yeah, year. Yeah, basically, enemy of the year. Uh, Madoka and Steins. Well, number two, number three, Kaiji. Number two, Madoka. Number one, Steingates. And of course, the first and seconds are very interchangeable. And yeah, we had the two most important work of the decade in the same year. What the hell? That yeah, we could have gone into more detail about Madoka, but there's spoilers and yeah, the, I don't want to ruin the, it for the, anyone. That's what really sucks because if. This is basically one big anime recommendation podcast. And I can't go into, you know, I can only describe the basic, which is barely because or else we go into spoilers. And if we go into spoilers, we spoil the whole thing. And yeah, maybe we could have a dedicated episode to it or maybe a section of an episode. Mm. Like have it uh, the last thing we cover in an episode, so we can say if you don't want to hear spoils of of Madoka, just turn it turn it off. Maybe, now. but it's been so fucking long. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll, I'd have to rewatch it too. Yeah, me too. But uh, anyways, I think that's it. I was really scared that we couldn't have a lot of material, and we just covered two years, and it's been an hour. Yeah, well, you said the same thing when we had Moon on oh, a month God. ago, and with Moon. that went for two hours. <laughs> with Moon, we, we went on and on and on. I was really tired at the end. but uh, Yeah, it was exhausting, but worth it. <laughs> really. And at the end, well, basically, I have a vacation until the 11th of January. So if yeah. you want to record any time... Yeah. 
uh, just tell me in advance. Yeah, let's make good use of it. We uh, we could do another episode this time next week. Yes. Since we've already done most of the preparation for it. Perfect. So, I have a 2012 written, 2013. Good lord, two, yeah, 2013. Gonna, <laughs> it's going to take a long time. Uh, 2013 is weird. <clears throat> Sorry, it gets really interesting because uh, I start to watch a lot of stuff and I also have a Lehman's Award stuff that is really fucking bad. Yeah, your list of stuff you watch is gigantic. Well, I watch 800, no, 600 anime, so uh, that's a lot to cover. And basically, yeah. I'm not even covering all of it. I have to remove some because they're not as good. I don't want to cover them. I don't remember them, etc. Yeah, we've only been talking about Mew's top three of each season. Basically, and we... There's tons more. And it's already been an hour. And that's it. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll plan on doing another episode next week. So, uh, see you all later. (laughs) All right, good night. Bye.